your turn to... Oh, is it for me? Consider yourself fired. Why are you winking at me? Consider yourself fired. Hello, and welcome to the JT and Drew Show. I'm JT. And I'm Drew. And we're two nobodies talking about nothing. Nothing. Consider yourself fired. All right, man. Well, uh, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks uh, for uh, letting me back in. Uh, sorry about the cousin Jepsy. Um, yeah. yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be sorry for a long time for that one, my friend. Probably, yeah. But um, I do have an announcement, but I'll make it later. Oh, okay. I like announcements. I like totals. Uh, I like saving totals. Yeah, yeah, I heard you say that recently. Speaking of saving turtles, yeah, I came across a couple interesting articles earlier. Okay. And I thought maybe we could discuss them. Yeah, man. Let's get into it. I would also like to get into it. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. I like I it. think, um, is it the topics oh, that are here on the desk? Yeah, yeah, it's those yeah, right there. Let's get into it. All right. Well, we shall. <laughs> um Tesla. Tesla is, uh, well, not just Tesla, but uh, what are they called? EVs, electric vehicles. Oh, uh-huh. Are all the talk right now with the soaring gas prices, with the um, department of whatever they are uh, in the White House and all this other mumbo-jumbo trying to, you know, get people to use more, quote, clean energy. Right. So I was kind of curious because the president a while back had made a, a comment that, you know, you could drive across the country in an electric vehicle on half a tank of gas so it kind of got me wondering (laughs) just how much gas is that okay no not really but the range what what is the range on these things right and i'm sure it varies from vehicle to vehicle how much weight you're pulling there there are lots of factors yeah well and and in fact it probably would depend on what kind of chip they use to regulate the power outage to the to those uh, those little electric engines that run the tires, you know, because that's all you're doing. You don't have a transmission. You just have those mm. electric motors that run the tires. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Well. I just heard chips and I got hungry. Yeah, well, yeah. Sit here. Never mind. We'll move on. <laughs> well, so I found, um, you know, varying numbers, of course. Like I said, lots of factors. But uh, a couple of the statistics I found here online, on the line, were saying that uh, Tesla Model 3, Model X, Model S, Model Y, you could basically get anywhere from, on the low end, 272 miles per battery up to 405 miles per battery. Again, different models, different ranges, but that's the overall range for all of those models. And that's, I guess, on, on a full charge. Okay, so from a full charge, you're going to get those ranges. Right. So on the low end, you're getting 272 to about 358. Uh, On the high-end models or the Model S, I don't know if that's the high-end one or not, but that one you're getting a 396 to 405. But that's what they're predicting. Right. That's their their overall, hey, this is the range that we're putting on there. Okay. But in, in reality... What are people actually getting? I don't know. So I found another article. Yeah. And this kind of dispels that, but it it says Tesla Model S gets 752 miles of range with one's new energy. I guess this is a particular brand or particular brand of 
of battery or something. The battery pack that they put underneath the vehicle? Something, yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. It, it's it's all, again, very subjective. You and I have worked with uh, electric power tools and mowers and that kind of thing. And, you know, they, they'll be rated for, hey, this will get you up to an acre. Or this will last you an hour or whatever the case is. And sometimes right out of the box, that's the case on an easy, dry yard. And then sometimes that's not the case. Yeah. On a very wet yard or something that's way overgrown and needs mowing several times or maybe it's your second season and the battery is not able to keep up anymore so again all kinds of factors that that put wear and tear on these batteries yeah well and maybe you don't use up all the all the juice in the battery and then you've got to recharge it because you need a full battery for the next day right and that can deplete the battery's uh, capabilities even quicker. So yeah, there's a, there again, like you said, a lot of factors that go into this. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not trying to argue against it and say that these are bad. You shouldn't do it. Or just some interesting little tidbits that I found along the way in doing research and, you know, had questions for myself. So that's what I'm doing, trying to share the, the knowledge that's on the line. Right. Well, it was interesting because there was a, I don't, I don't even know if I can say this anymore, but there was a lady on the TV who was talking about how you could get, you could save, I think it was like $60 a fill-up uh, mm-hmm. on an EV than you would a gas vehicle. Oh, okay. And... Um, you could ultimately do the same range if you had the exact same tank. And what kind of caught me off guard is I didn't know that, and this is just me picking at the word choices that were used, but I didn't know that electricity just sat in a tank. Again, right? Yeah, I thought they were charged in the in the battery. So yeah, well. When you get people that don't know what they're talking about, it gets irritating. Well, I will try to do better. I'm just, I'm just saying you need to, you need to do more research. Not you in particular, but you in, if you're going to spout this out to the American people, do your research. Sound smart. Be better. Well, yeah. Don't, don't just go off of your assumptions or your estimations. I mean, you know, and they have researchers when they build these things that, do these tests and stress tests and range tests and all this stuff so that they can put more realistic numbers on there. You know, it's like when you go buy a a gas vehicle and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, you can get, you know, 25 to 30 miles per gallon. And then you get it and you get home and you're like, hey, I'm getting 15 miles per gallon. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? Right. Well, and so to think about it, you know, uh, Americans, America, you know, the continental U.S., the lower 48, is huge. I mean, I don't, I don't think people really huge. grab the concept of how big America really is, right? So, for, and I'm just going to use myself as a scenario, but I could never own a current EV vehicle because... I like to go back to my parents' house, which is roughly 250 miles from where I live. 
Yeah. So, and I can't stay at a start charging station for an hour to gain 50 miles. Right, yeah. Whereas of right now, yes, the gas prices are ridiculously high. But I can go to a fill-up station, take two minutes out of my time, and I've got an additional 200, 300 miles I can do on my vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to hit you in the pocketbook, but you're paying more for the other car outright. You know? So, I mean, it's... There's pros and cons to each. Right now, the cons outweigh the pros, but that's me personally. Now, if I was just commuting back and forth to work and maybe didn't need to charge it, you know, I could charge it once a week or something, then yeah, maybe that would be great. And 75% of my time, I'm doing that. But it's the other 25% time that I'm driving back and forth from the Metroplex that I have to account for. Well, and there's a few articles here that talk about uh, charging a Tesla can take anywhere from 6 to 12 hours. You know, this depends especially on the model of the Tesla and the type of the charger, yada, yada, yada. On Tesla.com, apparently it says the Tesla Supercharger is the fastest charging option when you're away from home, allowing you to charge your car up to 200 miles in 15 minutes. But again, the convenience, right? That's 15 minutes. If you're, I mean, I guess you got to do extra planning. You know, hey, I got to be at this place X amount of miles away by this time. I got to make sure I allow for however many 15 minute stops on top of restroom breaks or snack breaks or food or whatever. And, you know, where are these charging stations? Yeah, that was my question. I know, I know, like when we go visit family, I personally, and, you know, I don't go looking for them, but I don't see a whole lot between here and there. I don't see any. I mean, there's not one. Not They're not even at the rest stops, which to me would make sense. Put them at a rest stop. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, even if it's just in the back, put it in the back, but you've got a building that you can go in and kind of stretch your legs. They've got vending machines. They've they've got restrooms. They've got things that you need, you know. So put them there uh, in between the drives so you can plan your 15 minutes of charge which which as of right now currently with the liquid type batteries that are used i would not trust that because the faster you put in a charge that could deplete the battery a lot quicker than what they're saying oh yeah yeah other factors so you you're putting in a bunch of electricity in these cells and, mm-hmm. I mean, basically, what is electricity? I mean, that converts to heat, right? So you're heating up your batteries super fast to get back on the road to then take out the energy, put it in a motor, and that creates more heat. So eventually your car is going to overheat. I mean, that's that doesn't make any sense to me. Now, again, I could be ignorant on all of this, and I will admit that I am not the smartest person on EV. But you were born a woman. That's what you keep saying. But um, they, <laughs> the experience that I have, that we have with electric-powered tools uh, for yard work and stuff like that, the the faster you charge it, 
the less likely I'm going to be able to use it for a longer time. Yeah. Well, and it, it does say, and, uh, you know, again, like you said, I, I don't claim to know all the stuff. I'm just doing some quick research on it. But it does say that these batteries are rated to last between 300 and 500,000 miles before that they need to replace them. And they're going off of the average person drives about 273 miles a week. So you can expect your Tesla battery to last anywhere from 21 to 35 years, depending on your driving habits. Okay, so they're basing that off of city driving. Because that right there is, I mean, you said 270 miles a week. I could do that in a day. Roughly, yeah. I could do that in one day. And get this. Now, I'm about to uh, throw some numbers out there, some public school math. but um, Okay, so I'm going to have to actually pay attention to what you say. (laughs) Apparently, these batteries, the the cost to replace them, I'm not finding a straight answer per se. I'm finding stuff all over the chart. Right. On the low end, $3,000 to $7,000. On the high end... 13000 all the way up to about $20,000 to replace the battery. What? Yeah. So you're basically, when you replace your battery pack, you're potentially going to refinance a used vehicle. Yeah. You you are, it, yes. So, so all that money that you saved by not purchasing a gas vehicle... You're going to have to reinvest into your vehicle to then just do it all over again. Now, again, again, this would only be theoretically every 21 to 35 years. Most people probably don't keep their cars that long, but still. Yeah, I know quite a bit of people who lease vehicles so two three years and then they get a new one they get the top of the line whatever so yeah got to get the latest and greatest man yeah which okay that's fine but if you've got somebody like me or you who can't afford that and you need your vehicle for the next 15 20 years you're gonna what trade it in at a less value it's oh and here's the thing. You had brought this up, and I'm going to bring it up here on the podcast. Uh, what if they stop making compatible batteries to replace it with? Right, yeah. What if you have an older model, and it's 30 years later, and, oh, yeah, hey, uh, sucks to suck, but that battery isn't made anymore. Yeah, or we don't have the ability to put the upgraded batteries to uh, that's compatible with the certain system that you have in this vehicle. So you're just going to have to buy a brand new one. Give us $50,000. But maybe, maybe they will because at that point they will be what classics or antiques or I don't know what the year, the year cutoff is for those categories, but Uh, it's currently 25 years. Yeah. So maybe there will be some people that are, you know, Hey, I'm into Tesla's really bad. And you know, we, we rebuild them or we whatever. And, keep them going i don't know yeah well. <clears throat> it's too soon too soon to tell in my opinion but um i find it just very interesting again not trying to dissuade anybody or write them off or say that they're bad or you know don't do it it's just it's interesting the information you know they, they push are pushing electric vehicles right now real hard 
but uh, it's just interesting because it's still what I would consider newer technology, right? It's not something that for the past 10, 15 years, oh, yeah, these have been around. This is a thing. It, it's It's got all the kinks ironed out, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, in from in my eyes, it, it, there's still a lot of bugs. So, like uh, Elon Musk is going away from the radar system that's currently in there that can identify people and stuff, and you can see through fog oh. and stuff. And he's going to use a camera system that does the exact same thing, identifies. Now, he said that this is all. All the bugs and everything have been worked out. Everything in the program looks great and whatnot. My concern on that is a camera can only see so far into, again, fog or rain, heavy rain. And is it, I mean, what if you can't see in five feet or ten feet in front of your vehicle? Does the vehicle have time to stop at 55 miles an hour? I think that's the average speed across America. Well, and that that's something um, that kind of, in, no, I don't want to say interested me, but it sparked like a, ooh, uh, reaction out of me was when I saw those commercials or those videos where, hey, the car can pretty much drive itself and it'll detect, like you said, pedestrians in front of it or it'll detect, you know, traffic slowing down and this and that. And I, and I know a lot of cars today have some of those smarter features. Mm-hmm. But the thought of, okay, people are going to not drive like like normal. They're going to rely on the car to drive, and they're going to relax, and they're going to this or that. I mean, you still have to realize that there's you're still liable. Something happens, you are the one behind the wheel. Yeah, you're the one that's going to go in court. You're the one that's going to get the sentence. It's a great idea. I think it's cool, the technology, man. I mean, that's awesome. But... For me, it's still in that, hey, this is kind of scary phase. Yeah, still in the beginning phase. I'm right there with him. I think it would be just absolutely super cool to be like iRobot, the movie, where the car drives you and you're just kind of like, I'll take control now. Or, eh, you can have it. I think that's great. But, again, we're in that beginning stage of there's still going to be a lot of incidents that are going to happen. And I'm not going to put myself in that situation where I could potentially serve prison time because I'm too pretty. Look at you and all your science. Mm. What do you think your prison name would be? It would probably be Salsa. Yeah, very interesting, very interesting. It's it's uh, it's fun to see that we're moving in this direction. It's great to see that our technology is catching up with what we would like it to be but it again the beginning stages everything's a little nerve-wracking i wouldn't do it to myself and i wouldn't tell anybody to put yourself in that situation but it's really cool to see it being done now with modern innovations you're gonna have hiccups you're gonna have casualties you're gonna have things that happen but I personally don't think that you should be a guinea pig for a company. Let the company work that out. Let them get their earnings from whatever they need to get done. Fine, smooth it out. Put a few of them out on the roads in 
um, kind of like uh, special conditions and see how it develops from there. And I know they're doing all these researches and pouring yeah. millions of dollars into this and eventually it's going to get there. Um, but at Elon Musk is, has said, you know, I think it was Elon Musk that said that. Maybe it was another car company that said this. Um, that in order for you to completely find out where the bugs are out, you, you have to push it to the people. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, and to a degree, that's that's accurate. <coughs> but it, it's at what degree? You know, do you remember those old commercials with the uh, test dummies? Oh, yeah. I love they those the commercials. test dummy in the car, and then they would slam it into, like, a barricade. You know, hey, this is going 60 miles or 80 miles or whatever, and just to see what happens. Is the dummy safe? Did the dummy, d- dummy, did the dummy die? Uh, you know, how crinkled up did the car get, etc. And I'm again, like you said, I'm sure they do testing and stuff. That they don't just, hey, look, here's a brand new one. Here, go test it out. Have fun. Hope you don't die. Yeah. But um, but yeah, technology. These these kids and their technology, man. It's it's crazy. It's a crazy time. But it's fun. Again, it's fun to see it. So, and I know a lot of people like to reference the Back to the Future movie. And, oh, it's 2015. And we were supposed to have floating skateboards and um, cars driving us and all this stuff. And we're getting there. But, mm-hmm. again, at what cost are we getting there? Well, and if anyone that's listening has any experience with these electric vehicles or floating skateboards or flying cars, anything, please, you know, inform us, enlighten us, share your experience, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, just, you know, a lot of it is we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And we can only research so much and kind of regurgitate the information that we're, we're finding ourselves. So... Well, uh, I told you in the beginning of the show, I had an announcement. Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting. Yeah, well. I don't think I have any fingernails left. (laughs) So, um. Jesse, come here. Jesse, come in. Oh, gosh. I just had to bring him. I brought in Jesse to start his, his, um, working for us, so. Yeah, his internship. He knows it's not paid, right? That's not what we had talked about. Okay. So. Well, hi, Cousin Drew. Hey, Jesse. Man, you's a lot better than I remember. Good Lord, Jesse. God, Jesse, why would you say that? I was just saying. This is a family-friendly show, Jesse. You need to watch what you say. Watch what I say? I didn't say nothing offensive. Jesse... Did you just fart? Oh, no. God, Jesse, do you need to find a subway? All right, Jesse, just go sit over there. Um, Don't think of it as a corner. Just face it. All right. What's to do now? Just don't talk. Just don't talk. Is it going to give me one of them fancy headphones? We're really excited to have you here. Don't mess with him too much. You know he's a little sensitive. That's why I mess with him. <laughs> you know he can't take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Jesse, we're really excited you're here, man. Um, can't wait to see what um, what kind of ideas you have to bring to the table. Mm. 
Uh, I'm not talking about like burgers and fries. Okay, just like real ideas. I have um, I have one more one more announcement. Uh, okay. I have talked to the producers and they were really adamant about getting one particular person back on the show. Oh, okay. Uh, apparently, it's a fan favorite. So, All right. uh, I'm already here, but I'll come back, I guess. Oh, yeah, but uh, they also want you to start wearing shirts. So, I had that strictly written in the contract that I wasn't going to do that. Yeah, but your nipples are scaring people. So, I could cut diamonds with these things. Come on. <laughs> so, we are uh, going to start having Jessica back on the show as a regular. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, so her people talked to our people and uh, made it happen. And so here in the next uh, couple of shows, we'll we'll get her in and get her opinion and really love to have her on the show. So is Jessica. Stop talking. Just stop talking, Jesse. Yeah, you're not allowed to to look at her. I can't wait to meet her. That's, that's actually really nice of you, Jesse. Oh, shucks, Cousin Drew. You're just the best. All right, stop it. Oh, you're going to make him feel some sort he of knows, way. He knows I can't handle that kind of attention. Well, he's trying to bring a positive spin, I guess. I guess. So, all right, man. Well, wasn't too much of a topic for this. It was kind of just more or less our opinions and a couple of stuff that we had researched. You had mostly researched. Uh, I just gave my opinions. Yeah, no, it's... um. <clears throat> Again, you know, interesting topic. I uh, just wanted to throw that out there real quick because uh, I found it kind of interesting myself and didn't know a lot of the answers. Still don't know a lot of the answers. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see if anybody else has anything to say about it. I got something to say. Go ahead, Jesse. Do, do, I, just wa- do I just walk up to the microphone? Yes. What was y'all talking about? Your mom. Next question. <laughs> well, my opinion... About mom was uh, before the gator got her, she uh, she just let out the biggest whale wailing uh, out of her hindane. So a lot of people said she was full of it, but I think she got most of it out after he jumped down on her. She was blowing you kisses, Jesse. That that was her way of telling you she loved her. Yeah, you loved her. She loved you. There was lots of love. Yeah, I think it lasted about 10 minutes. We tried to get Guinness to get out there, but uh, they said they would. Jesse, just no. <clears throat> go back over there, please. All right, well, if you haven't need anything, let me know. All right, man. Well, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. And then, uh, hey, real quick, next time you uh, chat with the producers, would you ask them about our vacation request? If... if they're gonna approve it or not mm, i will i will talk to them. you know how strict they get but i will talk oh. to them <laughs> so we'll bring it up but um i wouldn't bank on it man okay well yeah worst they can say is no <laughs> no the worst no we don't want to talk about the worst thing they could say <laughs> so <laughs> all right brother well until next time until we'll see you then Stay salty. As always, we'd like to say thank you for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Yeah, we realized that uh, you could have been doing anything 
uh, way more productive, but you chose to waste your time with us. We look forward to talking about absolutely nothing with you next time. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at JT and Drew Show at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash JT Drew Show.